The bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Those are the words from Jesus recorded in verse 33 of John chapter 6. They are the hinge pin on which Jesus' entire message to the people turns from the physical to the spiritual, from the temporal to the eternal. Our gospel passage today, beginning in the 24th verse of John chapter 6, is frequently referred to as the preface to the Eucharistic discourse. This passage is a bridge between the feeding of the multitude described in the gospel passage for last Sunday and Jesus' explanation that those that follow him must eat his flesh and drink his blood, which comes in the verses to follow. Today, however, sandwiched between the two is Jesus speaking to the multitude in a way intended to get them to shift their focus. And honestly, when we look at their responses, it seems that they had a hard time with the message. They are not alone in this difficulty. Today, there are large numbers of Christian denominations who, as a point of doctrine, reject the message. And even among those Christians, those churches, the Catholics, Anglicans, and Orthodox primarily, which officially accept and promote Jesus' plain teaching of the Eucharist, there are many who personally cannot understand it, and so they reject it. We then need to look at what Jesus has taught us and strive to understand and faithfully believe. And to help us understand, a quick reminder of what is going on, a setting of the scene. In the Gospel text, a few verses prior to where we began reading today, Jesus performed the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000. This is where he took five loaves, blessed them, and fed 5,000 men plus women and children until they had eaten their full. Where our text picks up today, it is the next day, it's the very next morning, and the crowds, when they woke up in the morning, noticed that Jesus was gone, went looking for him. When the crowds find Jesus, Jesus gives them what can be considered a small rebuke, saying, You are not looking for me for the sake of being my followers. You are following me because you ate your fill of bread yesterday. Jesus is drawing a big distinction that can sometimes be missed. Jesus was looking for followers, those that would do his will, but these people were simply following Jesus around. A good example of this can be seen in the movie McClintock with John Wayne. John Wayne plays the character G.W. McClintock, a powerful rancher with a lot of followers. His followers do his will, working under his leadership. But there's also this character named Bunny. And Bunny's a bit of a hobo. Bunny follows McClintock around because McClintock is generous and is always good for a handout or two. In our gospel text, the people looking for Jesus in the morning are not Jesus' followers. Instead, they are like Bunny. They're following Jesus around. They got lunch from Jesus yesterday, and now maybe they can get Jesus to provide them breakfast. They cannot see beyond their next meal and see Jesus just as their meal ticket. Jesus responds by telling them that they are working for the temporal when they should be seeking the eternal. 
The bread of the world will leave them hungry again, but the bread of heaven will satisfy them forever. They will never hunger for the worldly things again. In response to the rebuke, like most people when rebuked, they got offended. Oh yeah, they say? Well then show us a sign. Prove yourself. Remember Moses? He gave our fathers bread from heaven to eat. What can you do that can compare? And very much unlike what I would have likely done if confronted with the same challenge, Jesus did not say, well, remember yesterday? You gave me five loaves. I blessed them. Five thousand of you ate until you were absolutely stuffed. Is that not sign enough for you? No, Jesus did not reply like that. Instead, Jesus explained to them that they were not understanding the situation correctly. Jesus said, Moses didn't give you or your fathers that bread. God the Father in heaven gave your fathers that bread. Then Jesus adds a small twist to the statement. He didn't just say, God the Father, but my Father gives you the true bread of heaven. And then we get to the words I already mentioned, upon which all of this hinges. The bread of God is He who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. But there's a little twist here as well, and it's not obvious in English. The Greek words that Jesus said could also mean the bread of God, that which comes down from heaven. And like many double-meaning words, the listener would have to understand through context. Like we've seen in other gospel passages, Jesus is using a bit of wordplay to draw the listener and then bring in the twist. When they heard Jesus said the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven, they can think and say in reply, yes, we know that our fathers ate the bread of heaven, and we want it too. We want to be fed. That's why we're here. We're looking for our breakfast. Then with the people ready, the people already thinking that they know what they know, Jesus sets the hook. Jesus says to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. In saying this, Jesus reveals to them, You heard me say, the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven. But what I really said is, the bread of God is He who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. And when you eat this bread, when you eat the bread of life, when you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you will never hunger and never thirst for anything of the world again. Why? Because the desires of the world, the temporal, will fade away. The desire for the heavenly, the eternal, will grow. And we will hunger and thirst after Christ alone. As it says, and Jesus is alluding to in the book of Sirach, For the remembrance of me is sweeter than honey, and my inheritance is sweeter than the honeycomb. Those who eat me will hunger for more. Those who drink me will thirst for more. For when we are followers of Christ, our hunger and thirst are not for the bread of the world, for that we will never hunger again. Instead, we in Christ hunger and thirst after his righteousness. Amen.